Good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. It's the three o'clock hour today, so we will be doing our uh, Chaplet Divine Mercy and restarting our novena of Divine Mercy. And we're also uh, reading from a little book, a Luncheon book, and it's called The Journey of the Heart Luncheon Reflections and Prayers with uh, Father uh, Henry J.M. Newman. And uh, today is uh, Tuesday of Holy Week, and we're also back trading, back doing uh, uh, Monday of Holy Week. So uh, Monday, uh, the title was "Going Beyond Our Woundedness," and it quotes Psalms uh, eighty-six fifteen. You, O Lord, are God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abundant in steadfast love and faithfulness. Psalms 86.15 And Father Henry uh, writes, We are a wounded people. Who is the wounds? Us. Who wounds us? Often those whom we love and those who loves us. When we feel rejected and abandoned and abused and manipulated and violated is mostly by the people very close to us our parents our friends our spouses our lovers our children our neighbors our teachers our pastors those who love us wound us too that's the tragedy of our lives that is what makes forgiveness from the heart so difficult it's precisely our hearts that we are wounded. We cry out, You, I expect, expected to be there for me. And you have abandoned me. How can I ever forgive you for that? Forgiveness is often seems impossible, but nothing is impossible for God. The God who lives within us will give us the grace to go beyond our wounded selves and say, in the name of God, you are forgiven. Let's pray for that great grace, grace, grace. Jesus, lead me beyond my wounded self for forgiving others so that, and you could put what uh, you feel, you could put at that moment. And, um, then we'll do today's. Today is Tuesday of Holy Week. And the topic title is The Struggle to Forgive. So you, as you see, it's a pattern here. And it quotes Matthew eighteen, twenty-one, and 22. How often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to Peter, Not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. Matthew eighteen twenty one to 22. And then uh, Father Henry writes, It is hard for me to forgive someone who really offended me, especially when it happens more than once. I begin to doubt the sincerity of the one who's asking forgiveness for the second, third, fourth time. But God... does not keep count. God... 
just wants us to return without resentment or desire for revenge. God wants us home. Maybe the reason it seems so hard for me to forgive others is that I do not fully believe that I am a forgiven person. If I could fully accept the truth that I am forgiven and I do not have to live in guilt or shame, I would really be free. My freedom would be allowed me to forgive others 70 times, seven times. By not forgiving, I chain myself to the desire to get even, thereby losing my freedom. A forgiven person it forgives. That is what we proclaim when we pray. Forgive us our trespasses as forgive those who trespass against us. This lifelong struggle lies at the heart of Christian life. Jesus, I have often been forgiven. Today I will forgive, and you can put who you want to forgive. And uh, and tomorrow, uh, we're going to be doing tomorrow's is uh, Wednesday of Holy Week, and then we're going to have Holy Thursday and Good Friday, and then comes Easter Sunday. And one of the challenges that we have this year is that we're going to have to do all of this virtually, which has its advantages, but <laughs> definitely has a, a lot of disadvantages. But that's how we is, and that's that's how we're going to have to do it. And we keep praying. We keep praying for the rosary, for those uh, uh, who are sick with this virus, coronavirus. And uh, as you know, we, uh, we're attached, we're praying with the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, and we're on a, a virtual link. We pray a rosary with them, their, their priests, their bishops, their sisters, their deacons, the latest people. All kinds of people pray with us. It's a great, great thing to do. So uh, I'll, I'll put the link again on. So it's never too late to start. It's 8 p.m. tonight and 8 p.m. pretty much every night. So God bless you and please do that. But before this podcast was going to be over, uh, since it is the 3 o'clock hour, I'm going to be praying the Chapel of Divine Mercy and then, of course, the, the Vena of Divine Mercy. And we're starting over again because the last time we prayed, we it was our ninth day, so we're back to uh, round one again. But I, I believe, uh, and I strongly believe it, like I mentioned, you, some of the things when you're asking in the Vena, people come to you people come to you. <laughs> so don't ask for it unless you don't want people coming to you. And, and the main thing, it's, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, uh, most of the people who, who seem to come in my life that way were, uh, were Catholics growing up. And somehow they, they lost their way. They, they tried other churches and that didn't seem right for them either. And, um, so they're lost. And, and and I have to emphasize this, and I, I think it's obvious, but maybe it's just obvious to me. But this time, what's going on now, if it's not now, then when? <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good question. If what's going on, I mean, all of us, young, old, older maybe, and more challenged, uh, uh, doesn't matter what your faith, 
It doesn't matter, you know, where you live, what part of the world you are, rich, poor, famous, not famous. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. So this virus is affecting everyone. So our mortality uh, as a human being is, is put, put like front and center. I mean, I'm a pretty conservative, cautious guy. You know, I don't go to speed limit. <laughs> you know, just, just about the speed limit, you know, a little bit above. But not much. I am a I think I'm a safe driver. I definitely don't do risky things. <laughs> and let's face it. But we don't know. We, do, we just don't know. We could catch it. We could die from this. That's why I said, basically, we're two weeks away. A possibility of dying. 18 days away. Yeah. Two weeks. Three weeks. So our mortal life here on Earth is in question. So then you have to ask yourself, well, what are you going to do about it? You can't really go to church. It's only virtual church. And uh, I, I don't know how the priests are handling uh, confessions. I have to look on the, virtually on the bulletin uh, what, how they're handling it this week. Because normally they would... On, on Monday of, of Easter week and Tuesday, usually they have confessions, like most of the evening. And I haven't heard anything. So we are we having opportunities to confess our sins, to do reconciliation or not? I can't tell you. But I could tell you this. One thing that we could start doing now is praying. Praying the chapel of divine mercy and praying for those souls of purgatory and those others who need to come back to the church. Pray for yourself to come back if that's your if that's your situation. And then try to make an appointment with a priest. Because we don't know. It's gonna to be too late. Because probably, you know, uh, I mean, it sounds like when the people who who uh who are dying and New York City just had the highest amount so far. Yesterday, over 700 people died in New York City. One day. Just one day, 700 people died. They have their families and they have their spouses or they have, you know, some, a lot of old, but some younger, immediate. So we, you don't really know. So, and I've talked this about this even before the virus that, uh, to reading when uh, you have to be prepared. Jesus says this could be like a thief in at the night, not knowing when he's going to come. Jesus told us that 2,000 years ago. Have we learned that lesson yet? I don't know. What do we have to do? Once you're on your deathbed, they may not even have it since it's, it's a virus. I don't know if they even let the priest inside near the patient. So you may not even get that. You may not get that chance to do reconciliation. So I would I would call your local parishes and ask them how you handle how you handle confessions. Can I make an appointment? You know you have to be social distance six feet away. But can I do that? That may be something I think we all should do. We have the time right now. You can't say oh, I'm too busy. Too busy what being at home. <laughs> It's only so much TV you could watch streaming TV, you know. There's so much you could do. You get a book, you could read, 
watch streaming TV, watch the news, same news over and over and over again. <laughs> it's not much we could do. But we can pray. And so please pray with me to the chaplain of divine mercy. And tonight, please, even if you don't go and uh, to pray the rosary with uh, the Archdiocese of Philadelphia at 8 p.m. tonight, still pray the rosary. And so uh, all my friends out there, my family members, or anyone who's listening, uh, if you haven't been in the confession within this past year, that would be your number one goal, I would think. Because remember, we do have our obligation once a year, and that they count from uh, from Lent, I don't know, backwards. I'm not sure about that. What, what the year contains, the calendar year, physical year, I'm not really sure. But it's a dire need right now. The dire need is us, all of us. We don't. It's nothing guaranteed. No one out there that's listening to wherever you are is guaranteed that you're hundred percent. You're going to survive. There's no guarantee on anyone. So it's no guarantee that you're going to get it, and it's no guarantee you won't get it, and it's no guarantee that you're going to live. And, of course, no guarantee you're going to die. So it's very uncertain times. In these uncertain times. And so the two things that I'm suggesting in these uncertain times is praying. Praying the rosary. Praying the uh, uh, chapel of divine mercy, the three o'clock hour. To the virtual masses. To the virtual prayers and prayer, virtual rosary. But the, the main thing, I would think the number one, is see if they ha- how, how they handle confessions. I don't know. I saw on the news, <laughs> this is how I got all my information virtually, the news how uh, one parish priest, um, I'm not even sure what parish he was, I forgot, somewhere, I think maybe Miami, and uh, or it could be in Brown County, but he was, he was sitting down, it was a, under a tree, he sat down in, in the parking lot, of course, uh, where the church is, and people were just driving up, and he was doing confessions that way because, of course, he was six, made sure he was six feet apart, and uh, so one by one, people would drive up the car, and he would. Uh, now, for those maybe haven't, <laughs> we just do a little lesson. Uh, you haven't gone to confession in a while, you maybe forgotten what to do. Of course, the priest will always have, help you out, so that's a good news. And uh, you, you start with, uh, bless me, Father, I have sinned. It's been X amount of time that, since my last confession. And that, to be honest with you, that would be like, what was it? A month ago? Uh, certainly now, you lose track of time. Two months ago, <laughs> it's like I'm totally lost at the of time, I have to try to figure it out myself. I try to do it before I go. Like, when was it? When was it? And like, I don't. It went. Was that a month ago? Now it's now two months, five weeks. I don't. You know, I don't even remember. Uh, so I try to do an estimate of time. Now, if it's years, well, you just say uh, approximately X amount of years ago, <laughs> or if it's been like. Last time I went to a confession, it was when I had the sacraments, <laughs> which, whatever they were, it could have been marriage. Uh, hopefully it wasn't uh, at uh, Holy Communion or uh, Confirmation after that. 
And so then you definitely need that. So please, please, please. Praying is important. But we don't want to get, as as Jesus says, a thief in the night will come. You don't know when. He told you that. So he, Jesus knew about this time coming. It was no big secret in heaven. It was no big secret from God. He, he knew. Absolutely he knew. Uh, he doesn't know when the, he said the exact time and moment. Because he said only the Father knows. But he knows it was going to happen. And so he was trying to prepare his apostles and the other Christians. And those, we keep reading this uh, the same gospel and the readings at every Mass we attend to. So, I mean, we've been embedded with, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm like in my late 60s, 67, I believe. So there was a lot of years uh, uh, going to church and, and hearing hearing the, the Gospels and, uh, on every Sunday. So please pray with me this chapter of Divine Mercy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to get my little booklet out. It's here somewhere. Oh, maybe it's not here. Uh, I know it's here. It's got to be here, right? Oh, here it is. It's hiding. Divine Mercy Explained. And this little booklet was gathered by Father Michael Gailey. So, great, great. So, well, we did the uh, sign of the cross, which was the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, by the way, just to go back thing was the confessions. Um, as I said, you start with uh, you start off with uh, "Bless me, Father, I have sinned and been X amount of time." You mention all your, your sins, and then can indicate to the, the priest that that's all I can remember, or that's all I know at this time. And sometimes the best advice I, I've never been to a priest did not give good advice. And uh, they give good advice. So you'd be surprised. Hey, you make, Father, can we do this again in a short time? I mean, you give such great advice. And especially now, when such close uh, quarters with your your spouse, your significant other. I don't know about you, but that's, you know, sometimes it's too close. <laughs> you have arguments. It's like crazy, dumb things. So, um, I can't say it's sin, but some people may... Depending if uh, you, if someone curses that you may forgive and may curse back <laughs> at that, that moment. So it's a very trying time. <laughs> we all are. I mean, no one is is, is immune from that. So uh, and then the, the act of contrition, the good place to find that prayer if you don't know it by heart. And I haven't learned it yet. I'll be honest. The back of uh, most missiles, it's, it's one of the prayers there. So if if you're doing it in a church normally I could just grab a missilette now now with our phones uh, just google <laughs> uh, the prayer and you should have it uh, on your phone now it's kind of hard to look at <laughs> your phone you're looking like this and like you know the priest is thinking he, he, he's just trying to read it but he doesn't say anything he's, the priests are good I mean they really are <laughs> they're on your side I mean that's something you know people are so afraid oh man I have to talk to a priest I know it's a God, but it's still a priest. Is there not a human being? I have to tell you all my sins? Are you serious? Oh, my goodness. I, oh, my. Oh, oh. How could I tell another human being? Remember, it's, it's actually, he's representing Jesus Christ. But also, 
I have to give you a little secret. Most priests are probably already heard of all this stuff. He heard whatever you have done. I'm sure he's heard many, many, many times before. It's nothing. It's gonna be nothing new. <laughs> and uh, so, but but they're very comforting. It's not. It's not. They don't scold you. I don't know if back in the day maybe they used to scold you and and the, and the penance is is, is maybe two free hail marys. <laughs> You know, one one I think was the longest. It was a uh, one decade in the rosary, and I didn't want to tell the father. I said, thinking to myself, well, you I paid all, prayed all rosary, but I'm not going to tell you that. You may have me doing actually ten rosaries or something. <laughs> but you know, but they're good. I mean, I I, I would say pretty much all, if, if not all. They they give great advice. They're very, they're very good listeners, and they've heard this before. And uh, one of the things I don't want to get in detail what the the sin was, but uh, the father says, "Pray for other people who have that same sin." So he must have heard it a few times. So I, yeah, I didn't even think of it. You, you think of that? You said, "Well, I'm the only one doing that sin in the whole world," <laughs> but no, we're all sinners, and it's only so many sins you could do. <laughs> And uh, the great fathers that we have and the priests, they've heard them. They heard them all. And they gave great advice. I don't know, do they take a class in there? On the, I'm sure they must. On, the, on advice, I mean, they're highly educated people, of course, they have the doctorates and theologians, but, uh, you know, some of them, you know, teachers, and maybe some of them were psychologists or whatever, and they, give, they all give good advice. I, I mean it, they all do. <laughs> so you're going to be actually happy that you did it afterwards. It'd be like some of the things like, oh, I don't want to do that. Something you know. But then after doing it, you realize, hey, that wasn't bad, number one. And two, I'm happy I did it. So I encourage, I encourage everyone, everyone, especially if you haven't within this past year, before uh, uh, virtually Easter Sunday comes, <laughs> uh, try to uh, go to confession. Now, they don't have, I don't think they have virtual confessions. But I think they have to be uh, in person to give the blessing. I have a feeling that's a, that's probably a, like a rule. But in the car, it wouldn't be bad, I tell you. <laughs> Just driving up in a car six feet away. You know, you don't have to worry about someone else, you know, germs or whatever. Just close your window and off you go. <laughs> Drive through. Next. <laughs> but anyway, I apologize for going on my tangent. But definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. And we'll be praying the chapter of divine mercy. And remember, this is for souls, and there's nine days for the novena, and uh, every day is a different different grouping. And, and let me tell you, you'd be surprised. I, t- I told you about the the one where uh, uh, it's about, I guess, pe- uh, people who are away from the church, and that they come back. Well. You never think, well, now this, you know, you're home alone basically most of the time and things like that. But, you know, God has His ways. Refrigerator, you know, was broken, <laughs> parts of it. And I had a repairman come, not once but twice. First time I didn't even say anything. The second time I saw the conversation, and I think he, I told you he um, has been far away from the church for a while and he. He tried uh, going to uh, other churches and he just couldn't find, he wasn't happy. I guess uh, he had gone to a, uh, 
when he's televangelist, and he's, he's very much against people with, uh, you know, getting money uh, and wealth. Like some of these guys had private jets and uh, drive expensive cars, had big mansions and houses. And, uh, you know, if you got that from the people, it's not, not a good thing, not a good thing at all. And I agreed with him. And I said, uh, I told him to put his mind at ease that even though I've been doing this 11 years, I, I never made any money. I mean, I never asked for any money. I never wanted to get money. Now, if someone wants to give to a charity, I, I do belong to a, a, a cancer charity that helps out families uh, with children with cancer. And they have, you know, we're like a gap where they may need a, a bill paid and things like that. So. So, I mean, I have that as a sponsor, I think. So I don't, I'm a total volunteer and there's no paid individuals anywhere in, in, in that group. And uh, so all the money basically goes directly to the families. You know, you have some minor expenses, you know, you have to, you have to have registration fees for nonprofits and the state, you got to do things like that. Keep a website going, that costs money. You know, small, I mean, not a lot, but you know, it's a small expenses, but something just doing business. We don't have a, 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 a office or anything like that. We don't have any paid staff. We don't even have staff. It's just the board of directors. That's it. That's, we make the decisions. So, But anyway, so just get back to the original point. We do not, and I do not, receive any kind of money for doing this this show. My goal is only one goal. And that's what God says, reach, go to the world and reach, reach the people, talk to people. Because the priests are great. I mean, I love the priests, the homilies and the masses. But the people I'm meeting are not people who are going to church regularly. Or have, and it seems like they haven't gone in a while. <laughs> I mean, like a long, long time. So it's hard for the priests to get to those people because... Uh, I may meet them as uh, like co-workers and working in the outside environment of the church. The priests work at at at, uh, at a church, and most of the people in the office are regular persons. So just, you can't evangelize to them because they they're always there anyway. So they go to church, <laughs> and then the people who, you, who who usually go to masses, and that's a different story. They usually go to masses, so for them to be evangelized. It's more that, okay, you need to go out, like I do, go out and reach individuals. Go beyond your, your circle, your friends, but your family members. I have family members. I mean, uh, uh, on one side, I would say, what side? I had to click. Few of them go to church. Very few. Most of them don't. And um, there's a lot of things out there that uh, the church, the priests were uh, great. I love the priests. I mean, they give us so so much. The gifts of God that gave them the power to forgive sins. That that's a biggie. The power to give uh, make the body and blood of Christ from a wafer and wine and transforms it. You know, like how Jesus transformed the water into wine, transformed the wine into the blood of Christ transform the host to the body of Christ. Think about that. That's tra- transform. He could, I mean, 
anyone doubts God can't transform that. And getting that, even when you go to uh, other religions, they they don't even believe. They believe that it, all it is, is is a glass of wine and a piece of bread. That's not really the body and blood of Christ. Because they can't do that. Only the, only the Catholic, Roman Catholic priest that was given from Jesus to the apostles. To today, the, the apostles are the bishops. And the bishop gives those to the priests when they ordain them. So if you see this, it's a cycle from, from Jesus to the Pope, first Pope Peter, the apostles, from the apostles to the individuals. And now from that, it's the Pope. You still have the Pope. You still have the bishops. And then you have uh, the parish priests. And you have the, uh, the helpers of the parish priests, the deacons. Then you have good sisters who helps us and teaches us. And then you have the laity. You have it's all these great different aspects of it. But most of those people who evolve directly in the church, they, they don't have day jobs. <laughs> right now, we all don't have day jobs, but that's what I'm saying. It's amazing how uh, something would break and uh, the person would come to the house. So enough of being on a pulpit, even though I don't go on a pulpit. <laughs> Not very often, anyway. So, the opening prayer for the Chapel of Divine Mercy. You expire, Jesus, but the source of life gets forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, invoke the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. We now pray to our Father, Hail Mary, and the Apostles' Creed. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Apostles' Creed, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead. He sent into heaven to see that right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he would come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. And on the Our Father beat, we will now pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for sins and those of the whole world. And on the Hail Mary beats, we will now pray. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, 
have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, for passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear and beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear and beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of yourself, O passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. 
Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of a dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. Now we will pray, Holy God, repeat three times. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Mortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Mortal One, have mercy on us and the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Mortal One, have mercy on us and the whole world. Eternal Father, Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasures of compassion is exhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we may not despair, nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'm going to go back to the first day in the meeting, but I'm going to take a sip of my lemonade. Thank you very much. Pardon. My, my, my stop. <laughs> Okay, this is the first day today. Bring to me all mankind, especially all sinners, and immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. In this way, you will console me in better, better grief, which the loss of souls plunges me. Most merciful Jesus, whose very nature is it to have compassion on us, and to forgive us. Do not look upon our sins, but look upon our trust which we place in the infinite goodness. Receive us all in the abode of your most compassionate heart. Never let us escape from it. We beg that this of you, by your love which unites you to the Father and the Holy Spirit. Eternal Father, Turn your merciful gaze upon all mankind, especially upon the poor sinners, all enfolded in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. For the sake of the sorrowful passion, show us from your mercy that we may praise the optimists of your mercy forever and ever. Amen. And now we will pray the litany of the mercy. And it was uh, by uh, the visions of St. Fascinator.
Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Divine mercy, gushing forth from the bosom of the Father, I trust in you. Divine mercy, the greatest attribute of God, I trust in you. Divine mercy, incomprehensible mysteries, I trust in you. Divine mercy, the fountain of gushing forth from the mystery of the most blessed Trinity, I trust in you. Divine mercy, unfathomable by any intellect, human or angelic, I trust in you. Divine mercy, which cuts forth for all life and happiness, I trust in you. Divine mercy, better than heavens, I trust in you. Divine mercy, source of miracles and wonders, I trust in you. Divine mercy, encompassing the whole universe, I trust in you. Divine mercy, descending to earth in the person of the incarnate world, I trust in you. Divine mercy, which flowed out from the open wounds of the heart of Jesus, I trust in you. Divine mercy, enclosed in the heart of Jesus for, for us, and especially for sinners, I trust in you. Divine mercy, infallible in the institution of the sacred host, I trust in you. Divine mercy, in the fountain of the holy church, I trust in you. Divine mercy, in the sacrament of holy baptism, I trust in you. Divine mercy in our justifications for Jesus Christ, I trust in you. Divine mercy accompanying us through the whole life, our whole life, I trust in you. Divine mercy embracing us, especially at the hour of our death, I trust in you. Divine mercy endowing us with immortal life, I trust in you. Divine mercy accompanying us every moment of our life, I trust in you. Divine mercy shielding us from the fires of hell, I trust in you. Divine mercy in the conversion of the harnessed sinners, I trust in you. Divine mercy estomined for, for angels and incomprehensible to saints, I trust in you. Divine mercy and favorable in all the mysteries of God, I trust in you. Divine mercy lifting us out every moment, I trust in you. Divine mercy, source of our happiness and joys, I trust in you. Divine mercy in calling us from nothingness to existence, I trust in you. Divine mercy embracing all the works of his hands, I trust in you. Divine mercy, crown of all God's handiwork, I trust in you. Divine mercy in which we are all immersed, I trust in you. Divine mercy, sweet relief for anguished hearts, I trust in you. Divine mercy, only hope for despairing souls, I trust in you. Divine mercy, repose of the hearts, place in the midst of fear, peace in the midst of fear, I trust in you. Divine mercy, delight and ecstasy of holy souls, I trust in you. Divine mercy, inspiring all hope against all hope, I trust in you. And in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that concludes this uh, podcast for today on this uh, uh, Holy Tuesday. That's how it used to be called. Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, Holy Wednesday, Holy Thursday, and Good Friday. So, on this uh, Holy Tuesday, preparing for the, the Last Supper on uh, uh, Holy Tuesday. 
Thursday. Uh, fortunately, this year we'll never do virtually. It's a, it's a sad to me. It's a sad thing because I would. I mean, many many years I've been going. Many many years, I've been always going to uh, a holy ser- services mass. Uh, and uh, Good Friday, and then Saturday was I'm doing mass Saturday, and then of course Easter Sunday. So we're not going to have that opportunity this year, but we still could pray. Still could go to confession. Call your local parish, or maybe if they don't do anything, go to another parish. Uh, thank you, and have a great day.